Let's talk about Matt. Let's talk I, about I wanna, Matt. Oh, my God. I want to talk God. about this kind of relationship that you guys have. I've heard, you know, through the grapevine, mm-hmm. some, you know, co-workers, Ahmad, it's like, oh, like, Julie's, like, in this, like, three-way, four-way relationship. Oh, it's, it's a constellation, so. Okay, so, like, yeah. okay, explain it to me. Educate me as much okay. as you can because... I mean, I'm just over here, simple little Christian man, <laughs> yeah. married to one person. Yeah. Um, monogamous. Monogamous, you were like, exactly. Anyway. So this, one, this one's the, you know, for me, she, she's the one mm-hmm. and no one else. Mm-hmm. So educate me or like people like me also okay, on okay. what this is and how you handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, yeah, like, exp- you know, yeah. as much as you're willing to share. Yeah, I mean... How did you get into this? I think, I think that I, in every relationship I've been in, because mm-hmm. like this isn't my first polyamorous relationship with okay. Jinx. We were polyamorous. Mm-hmm. I chose to be monogamous with her but our Mm -hmm. relationship was open so like if she found another partner that she was like "Ooh, i would like to be with them that oh yes what is polyamorous i don't know what that is i whipped out a def let me open let me open my little dictionary all these huge words okay so polyamorous is Mm a um basically a practice where you have relationships whether they be platonic romantic or sexual Mm -hmm. with more than one person okay Um, so it's like an open relationship kind of but a big difference between an open relationship and a polyamorous relationship Mm -hmm. is open relationships usually are inherently only platonic or sexual. So it's like, I allow you to go be with other people, but I don't want to know about it. Whereas with polyamory, it's like, I want you to be able to go out there and do what you want with other people, but I want to be informed about what is going on so that our relationship isn't affected by it Mm -hmm. in a way. At least that's where where I come from, I Mm -hmm. guess. Because, like, I just... I find people in my life and I fall in love with them. And I feel like in our society, there's this, like, you get one and that's Mm -hmm. it. That's it. You get to pick one. Mm -hmm. And it kind of even excludes, like, friendships. Like, I feel like a lot of people will, like, find a partner Mm -hmm. and their partner will be like, these are the expectations I have of our relationship and because of those expectations, they like can only have specific kinds of friendships yeah, outside of that, that relationship. Yeah, seen that, yeah. yeah. Whereas for me, it's like as long as I know what's going on and mm-hmm. that our relationship mm-hmm. is what we both want out of it, mm-hmm. do what you want and have fun, even if it's mm-hmm. just like hanging out with friends. And you can mm-hmm. have whatever friend you want. Like if you meet a friend and at first you're like hi we're just pals and then one day you're like i want to kiss you on the mouth let me know you have those feelings Mm -hmm. so that when they come to me they won't be like hey so by the way i kissed your partner the other day and Mm -hmm. like i'm sorry i want to be like no dude they're a great kisser Mm -hmm. you're welcome for this experience (laughs) because like i i just i don't know I don't think I was ever, like, built for monogamy. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'll meet people, I'll find them super sweet, super fascinating, mm-hmm. phenomenally interesting people, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I want you to be a big part of my life until mm-hmm. the day that I die. 
And with friendships, like a friendship is very different than a relationship. Yeah. Especially once like romance and like sensuality or sexuality is mm-hmm. involved. And like, I don't want the people that I love to be restricted to just loving me. Cause like mm. my, like Matt, Matt is my fucking rock. Mm-hmm. Like we've been together for years. He has given me the most space to explore who I am mm-hmm. and who I want to be. And I've also given him the same space of like, dude, whatever you're interested in, mm-hmm. pursue it. And I will do my best to support you within that. And like, I've never, up until Matt, I never really met anybody who was, like, genuinely, I guess, curious about polyamory, but in, like, Mm -hmm. a constructive way, I guess. did it start, did it start with, like, first with Matt? Yeah. And then you guys had that conversation? We, I had the conversation before we were dating like i let him know before we were dating that i wasn't monogamous okay but for the first two years of our relationship we were monogamous because like weren't we were so like for the first two years i was Mm -hmm. i just i was so in love with him that i Mm -hmm. didn't need any other relationship and Mm -hmm. we were able to structure our lives really well because like i believe if you are polyamorous you should take at least a year if not longer Mm -hmm. to like fully like figure out and feel out your relationship and we took Mm -hmm. two because like god he was fresh out of a bad relationship i was Mm -hmm. fresh out of a bad relationship Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of work to do yeah and a lot of like feelings and trauma to process Mm -hmm. and like i think that we we honestly like we weren't looking for other partners when we met um so i and him are both dating drake mm-hmm. and that's like my nesting partners so i live with matt and i live with drake okay um but my friend nami was mm-hmm. living with us and she was going through uh i think okay cupid or tinder and mm-hmm. met drake mm-hmm. through um that and they like tried to go on a few dates and it like didn't work out but like Mm -hmm. drake lived really close to us and they ended up like kind of becoming friends so drake was over a lot Mm -hmm. and then like once nami realized that like she wasn't interested in drake she like Mm -hmm. continued dating other people but drake like continued coming over because they were in a really rough spot Mm -hmm. and they needed support yeah um And from then, like, me and him started spending a lot of time together and, like, talking to each other. And him and Matt got to spend time together because they were just at our house because they needed a safe space to be while they were dealing with, like, a lot of of really bad negative feelings. And luckily, like, we were able to give them that space and that support for him Mm -hmm. to, like, find a job that... I mean, in the beginning, didn't make him feel, like, too terribly crazy, but mm-hmm. management changed, and then it kind of went downhill. But, like, we just hung out, and, like, me and him are both, um, well, he's demisexual. Uh, he doesn't have, like, gender preference, but he definitely mm-hmm. needs, like, to 
have a good friendship with people before mm-hmm. he can decide whether or not he wants to have like romantic or sexual experiences with them. Mm-hmm. And so like the first year of our friendship was literally just us like getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. You and Drake. Me and Drake, yeah. And, and same with Matt and Drake cuz like my relationship with Drake and Matt's relationship with with wow. Relationship <laughs> with Drake are two uh-huh. different relationships. Like it's not like the three of us are dating each other. It's mm-hmm. that I'm dating Ma- Matt, mm-hmm. and I'm also dating Drake. Matt's dating me, and he's also dating Drake. So then how did you guys... Um, um, sorry. It's okay. Take your time. For this me, is like new territory for uh, you. Yeah, you're like... For you're me, like oh, my God. My wife, uh, I mean, she'll scold me if I just look... I I love when my partners are like, hey, do you see that cute guy over there? Or like, wow, uh-uh. look at the fucking dump truck on that fucking CDL class driver over there. And I'm like, bro, you right? Ooh. She got she got mad at me because I cheated on her and her dreams. It, so. Yeah, <laughs> so but yeah, no. that's fair. <laughs> I'm also, I'm, for me, I'm just not interested in that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, to to each their own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. um. Um, when, when, when was it like, um, when did you guys say like, okay, um, like, Hey, you, we can date Drake. Yeah. Or, or, so like the friendship kind of kept building mm-hmm. and the energy became more and more flirtatious between the two of us. Cause we both mm-hmm. have very similar, we both had pretty traumatic upbringings. Mm-hmm. If you ever wanted to have any of my partners on to talk a little bit i would love to have like oh follow up with matt follow up with drake and then there's also (laughs) steph and then steph has a boyfriend as well zosie he's amazing oh my god but oh i love them all so much oh my god um but basically like it was i want to say like no because so covid happened yeah in 2019 Mm -hmm. and we didn't see other people besides like drake because he had been coming over since like him and kim first met and Mm. when COVID started happening and we were quarantining he would just come over spend the night hang Mm -hmm. out with us we would eat meals together we the the four of us because nami was also living with us at the time Mm. like we were just always in each other's space and like the topic of attraction came up Cause like I thought that were fucking adorable, and they mm-hmm. were like, "Oh, Jules, you're out here looking like a fucking Capri Sun." <laughs> Capri Sun. Like, is that a snack? Ooh. Some fish sticks. Oh uh, yes. Yes. Fish sticks, bro. <laughs> no, I get them. The fish and chips now. Okay. The fancy. Ooh, fancy. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I just, I think, especially like the winter of 2019, because. Mm-hmm. Me, Drake, and Matt, and Steph are all mm-hmm. December babies. Okay. So yesterday was actually Drake's birthday. Okay. I took Happy him out. birthday. I know, Drake. And then Steph's birthday is this Monday on the 13th. Uh, oh my God. Another happy birthday. No, is no. Like one every week? Wait, wait. Okay. And then Matt's December 21st, and then okay. mine December 28th. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So it's one every week. Yeah, yeah. That's Basically, crazy. like, I don't know how we pulled that off, but like, December is like, our month, which I thought it was adorable that you were like, come on the podcast, it's December. I'm like, oh, I'm going to talk about my partners. You're going to be like, wow, that's a lot of info. But basically, like, 
it was the end of November and we were like rearing up to start birthday season. Mm-hmm. And like me and Matt sat down and had a talk. Cause so it's gonna be some adult content here for a second. I mean, there'll probably be more, but like Drake had mentioned like wanting to like craving intimacy with people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if you want some good dick, just have sex with Matt. Uh like go ahead Uh and they thought i was trying to trick them like they thought to their core Uh that i was gonna be like yeah go ahead go be intimate with matt and then ha you've been tricked our friendship is over because Uh you slept with my partner and meanwhile i'm over here like bro Mm -hmm. bro you want a good experience i got the hookup (laughs) 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 and that's kind of where it started. Like, uh-huh. I wouldn't say as a joke, because I, I was serious. Yeah. In the moment, I was like, listen, dude, believe me, believe me, you deserve a nice time. You'll have a nice time. And then, mm-hmm. like, their birthday happened, and some gay bullshit happened with the three of us, and then Matt's birthday happened, and some mm-hmm. more gay shit happened. What do you mean, and, gay? like making out on the couch and just being like so are the three of us gonna address the fact that we have feelings for each other or are we just gonna like sit here and and kiss each other like you know like friends do Mm -hmm. no (laughs) no you're like you're like you're like wait no i'm not sure i'm confused (laughs) but it just like i don't know i think it was just like a year-long friendship Mm condensed into like a month of realizing that all three of us had feelings for each other Mm. at the same time and then being like how are we gonna go about this yeah and then we had a talk like a serious talk yeah on matt's birthday the Mm. 21st my birthday on the 28th Mm -hmm. and then on the last day of the year december 31st we were like let's date yeah. And so December 31st to the 1st of January is technically our anniversary because we asked each other out on the 31st and then we stayed up all night because it's the new year. Ah, yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really cute. And so like uh, January 1st of 2020 was when our relationship started. And it was just, it was a lot of work. Like, mm-hmm. Like a year of friendship and then the first year of my relationship with Drake and Matt's relationship with Drake mm-hmm. was us like figuring out boundaries, mm-hmm. figuring out mm-hmm. what the other person needed, figuring out like what time would work well to like mm-hmm. have him in our space because we still had a roommate at the time mm-hmm. and like all of this other stuff. And like Drake is <laughs> like Matt's my rock. Mm-hmm. He's very much like the foundation of, uh, I guess, me figuring myself out and figuring out like who I want to be. Mm-hmm. But Drake is like my voice of reason. Okay. Where like he's very logical and I'm very emotional. So I'll be like, here's this thing I'm really excited about, and here are all the things that I want to do for that to happen. And he'll be like, all right, I love you. But (laughs) in this economy, (laughs) and he's very good at, like, calling me out on my bullshit. Okay. Because Matt is very much like, 
I'm excited for you mm-hmm. and I want you to be happy. And as long as you're happy, I'm happy. And Drake is like, I want you to be happy, mm-hmm. but I also need you to be rooted in reality. Okay. <laughs> so he's, he's just like, he's like my filter, I guess I could say is it's like, I can come with him with anything, mm-hmm. anything I'm feeling or doing or saying. And he's just like, Hey, I know you're excited about this, but let me like, give you my experience and my mm-hmm. take on it. And he's like one of the most brilliant people that I've ever met. Like even before we were dating, I mm-hmm. could talk to him about anything and he'd be like, Hey, here is like upfront how I feel about this. Mm-hmm. And like me coming from like an actual logical point of view. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we were, together for about a year and so matt used to work with us at mod yep and then he was also working part-time at Mm u-haul and then at u-haul he got a co-worker steph Mm -hmm. (laughs) she is oh my god brilliant holy cow like i remember like one of the first times i met her i was like wow you're tall and you're Mm -hmm. really pretty Uh uh-huh and I want to paint you. Can we be friends? <laughs> and like, I would, cause I was working at Mod and at mm-hmm. Lovers and Lovers is like right down from where U-Haul is. So I would like yeah. walk or bus to U-Haul and then mm-hmm. just like wait out the last hour of their open or their, of them being open. Mm-hmm. So I would just be there <laughs> all the time. And anytime Steph was there, I would just be like, because I'm very flirtatious. Uh-huh. You remember, yeah. you had to work with me. Yeah, okay. And you would, you would Anybody. be like, you would be like, please, Jules, leave me. <laughs> I am, I am dating someone. Okay. It's leave me alone. Leave yeah, me alone. That person that I, I was dating at the time ended up, Gay married to. Mm. Yeah. This is the same person. Like, we just actually, um, uh, what? December 5th was our sixth year anniversary of being oh. together. Mm-hmm. You got married in August? Yeah, we got married like mm-hmm. the end of August, but then we were legally married uh, like a year prior. Oh, wow. Because we were just like, we moved in and uh, we were just uh, pretty much just, like saving up for the wedding mm-hmm. and it was also covid oh my god we didn't yeah. want to have a wedding during covid mm-hmm. so it just gave us an excuse like oh let's save up money let's wait you know this whole covid thing to kind of blow over and then yeah we got married then end of august yeah yeah so it was yeah. cool and yeah same lady yeah you That's guys are cool. adorable yeah you guys are i remember god i remember like one of my fond I don't know if fondest memories is the correct one with you. Not to get too sidetracked, but like mm-hmm. I remember when I think it was like the star program or whatever got rolled back during the Trump's presidency or the Dreamer Dreamer Act, I think. Yeah. And I was like, bro, if you need to get married, I will get married uh, to yeah. you today. Today. That. And you were like, Jules, please. Leave. No, please. I'm I'm good. I'm golden. My girlfriend would fucking kill me. And I'm like, no, no, dude. It's just so that you can keep, so you can stay here. Yeah, yeah. And I remember that. I was just, a dream act. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, I was just like, I would. And Matt was like, I respect that. I respect you. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was so fucking. Yeah. I was just like, no, my man, you leave my boy alone. Government, uh, U.S. government, I will come for you. Yeah, that was fun. Time. It, was, it was fucking crazy. 
crazy. Oh, yeah. God. But, yeah, so he was working at U-Haul. Steph mm-hmm. was working at U-Haul. I would be there all the time. And then uh, I started, like, hanging out with her from, like, time to time. Her and her partner, because at the time mm-hmm. she was dating. So she had a partner at the time, and I was like, hey, so Steph is cute. And mm. if Steph would ever want to date me, that'd be cool. And mm-hmm. I think she thought I was joking. Steph? Like, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I, she's brilliant. She's math smart. She's book mm-hmm. smart. You could ask her things about, like, black holes or, like, gastronomy. And she'd probably be like, oh, I know. But if you okay. ask her about her feelings, she'll be like, what? Oh. Like, she had no idea I had a crush on her. Mm-hmm. She had no idea. Mm-hmm. She was just like, oh, no, you're just really friendly and flirtatious. And I'm like, you didn't realize that, like, I couldn't flirt with you as hard as everybody else because, like, I actually had feelings behind it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so at this point, like, uh, I think it was, it was a few months before we started dating So, I think it was, like, early summer Mm -hmm. of 2020. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Her and... Or her partner broke up with her kind of, like, out of the blue. Because they were figuring out their life and potentially moving, like, to Seattle from Bellingham. And she, like, at this point, I was working for U-Haul. Not at their facility yet. Mm. And... Like, I just watched, like, this light in her, like, die. Mm. And I was just like, oh, no. And I talked with Matt and with Drake about it. Because, like, Mm -hmm. they knew I had a crush on her for, like, a while. Yeah. Like, the moment that I was like, I think I have serious feelings for her. They were like, okay, you ever gonna... You ever gonna deal with this? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, And I literally, like... When I found out, I set, like, a six-month alarm to tell her that I had feelings for her. Because I wanted to give her enough time to, like, you know, go through whatever feelings she needed to after the breakup. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to be like, hey, by the way, I have feelings for you. Just so you know, like, if you you ever want to, like, hold hands, I'd love, I'd love to hold hands with you. (laughs) Please, please. Um, And then, like, one day... Uh, we were just at work and she was like, oh yeah, I was on Tinder and like, Mm -hmm. I have a date this week. And I was like, fuck. Oh no. (laughs) And I like went home and Mm -hmm. I was talking with Matt and Drake and I was just like, I, do I make a move? What do I do? I don't Mm -hmm. know. And, uh, like I ended up asking to like go over to her place Mm -hmm. on like a Monday. Um, but yeah, no, it was uh, August, August the 24th, and I went over, and we, like, made food together, and mm-hmm. we listened to music, and <laughs> there's this uh, song by the band Girl in Red, I think it's called uh, Girlfriend or Hannah, one or the other, mm-hmm. but it's basically like, I don't want to be your friend I want you to be my girlfriend. And I was okay. like, hey, can we skip that song? Hey, can we uh, can we skip that song, please? 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 Uh, 
And then <laughs> I just like was like, hey, do you want to walk me to my car? And mm-hmm. she came down with me. And then I was like, oh, God, I should have gone into more detail about my probably asking out Matt, too, because that was like a whole thing over Thanksgiving and uh-huh. like, oh, God. But uh, I'll go back to that. We'll, we'll come back. We'll go around. back to it. We'll come back. We'll mm-hmm. talk about Matt more because like, yes. ooh. but like I asked her out and I was super nervous and she was like. Yeah, sure. And then I hugged her mm-hmm. and left. Like, hey, do you want a date? <laughs> yes? Cool. Here's a hug. Uh, Bye. Bye. <laughs> like, I was so nervous. God, I was so nervous. It was so fucking funny. And then, like, later that night, because we were just, like, talking to each other, and I was like, I would like to hang out with you a little bit more. We just, like, went on a long car ride. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And now we've been together for a little over a year. And she's sweet and she's brilliant. And I think her and Zosie started dating in March, mm-hmm. March. So a little bit ago. Okay. And they're really sweet. And so they're nesting partners. They live together. Mm-hmm. And then I, two nights a week, I'll go over there and hang out. And then the other times I'm with my nesting partners, Matt and Drake. And like, I'd eventually like to all live together, mm-hmm. but the housing market in Bellingham is a fucking joke. Yeah, it's, it's so expensive. Expensive, bro. It's not that bad here in Ferndale. It's easier. No, but, but like we all live, we all work in Bellingham slash. Mm-hmm. Like Drake works out of Fairhaven, mm-hmm. so like if they lived up here, it'd be like thirty-seven minute drive every mm-hmm. morning. No, yeah, no. I feel him. So like, then, I'm, how how do you guys? How do you? guys deal with um like jealousy or yes yeah because for me you know if i was in your shoes Mm -hmm. i would be like oh if you know somebody was getting more attention Mm -hmm. or you know if i was spending more time with the significant other Mm -hmm. sometimes you know it's not it's natural it's normal oh sometimes oh yeah you you want you know that extra intimacy or that extra attention or yeah blah 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 how do you guys kind of navigate through that it is like hours and hours of communication like mm-hmm. i think the thing about like monogamous relationships is jealousy is addressed as like a bad feeling like you don't want to experience jealousy mm-hmm. but in polyamory jealousy is a good thing like it's looked at as a good thing because mm-hmm. it's like well if you're experiencing jealousy so say like i feel like steph is spending too much time with Zosi. Because I want to spend more time with her. The jealousy is coming from that want of being, of spending more time with her. Mm -hmm. So you basically use jealousy as a tool to address how to communicate what you want. Mm -hmm. So like, um, after I started working for U-Haul, especially when I worked out of Everett. This was Mm -hmm. before I was dating Steph, and it was just, like, me and Matt and Drake. I would, two nights a week, spend the night at Matt's sister's house in Everett. Mm -hmm. So, like, two nights a week, I was apart from Matt and Drake. And I started experiencing, like, jealousy towards both of them at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. how how could you experience jealousy towards, like, both of your partners at the same time? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is I wasn't jealous of them getting to spend time with each other. I was jealous that they got to be together more than I 
could be with them. Mm. And it's addressing, like, the feelings that you're having behind the jealousy. And I think a lot of people in monogamous relationships could probably do with, like, if they can break down, why are you feeling jealous? Like, are you feeling jealous because you have fears of inadequacy or because you're not getting enough attention or because you want a specific thing from your partner? Like, that's just kind of at least where I come from within it. I don't know. I used to really struggle with addressing negative feelings that I had in relationships mm-hmm. until I was polyamorous. Cause it's like the, the biggest overarching thing about it is like communication and trust, yeah. like communicating with your partners about what your boundaries are, what your expectations of the relationship are and what your expectations about how like they approach their other or new relationships Mm -hmm. and then um also like trusting that they are communicating with you what they're doing Mm -hmm. and being safe and (laughs) like because that's for me like i'm less worried about like them going out and having like another partner and more about like if you are like actively seeking other partners are you making sure like Mm -hmm. They, well, now that COVID's going on, like, Mm -hmm. are they vaccinated? Are they not vaccinated? Mm -hmm. Have they, if they're not vaccinated, have they been tested recently? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people, when they (laughs) hear about, like, people in polyamorous or open relationships, they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, no, it's all about the the sex. That's all they're there for. I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, I just love people. And Mm -hmm. I, like... I love I love Matt mm-hmm. uh, so much, and I love Drake so much, and mm-hmm. I love Steph so much, and like what I get from every single relationship is completely different. Mm. Like the support and love is genuinely there in all three, mm-hmm. but like the way that the the fulfilling parts of the relationship are different on Mm -hmm. each and every side because they're all different people and our relationships are all completely different from each other is there a limit to how many partners you have every single person is different Mm -hmm. with me having a full-time job Mm -hmm. i am capped out or in, in the polyamorous sphere mm-hmm. polysaturated is the term i am polysaturated i have standards for what i feel i need to be able to give somebody in a relationship mm-hmm. and i don't think i could dedicate enough time to a fourth person currently mm-hmm. to feel like i'm giving them unless that person was like hey i just want you to watch movies with me once a week like i could do that mm-hmm. But besides that, like, I just, I, I don't, I don't want to seek out another partner now, knowing that I still feel like I need to work on, like, I still feel like I need to work on my relationship with Matt mm-hmm. in ways, and I still feel like I need to work on my relationship with Drake in ways, mm-hmm. and I feel like I still need to work on my relationship with Steph in ways, and I don't... <clears throat> 
currently feel like I want or need to seek out another relationship Mm -hmm. because I feel like I have more than enough right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I... Fuck, I never thought that I'd find one person who could love me for who I am. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, like, three people. Mm -hmm. Plus, like, so, in polyamory, Mm -hmm. a entire group. um, So, like, a polycule is what they're called. Mm -hmm. So, um, my polycule, I am dating Matt, Drake, and Steph. Okay. But my metamors, who are people dating my partners... When they're okay. added, they're, it's called a constellation, like a star mm-hmm. constellation. Mm-hmm. So, Zosi, although I'm not dating him, um, he's my metamor. He's still somebody that, like, I have a very different relationship than, like, just, like, platonic friends. Mm-hmm. Because, like, we're dating the same person. So especially with birthday season going on, we can like scheme together (laughs) for birthdays. And he also requires support. Mm -hmm. And our friendship is like, it's beautiful in its own way. Cause it's like he and I both love the same person. And Mm -hmm. although we aren't dating, we can support each other in our relationships with her Mm -hmm. and also with ourselves in a way that's different than, my relationships with my actual partners. When when does um, the point of cheating come into play? So cheating is super easy to define. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are like, oh, you're polyamorous, so cheating doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. But like the moment that you are hiding, lying, Mm -hmm. or like manipulating your partner, like say... I sleep with my friend Rob. Mm -hmm. We used that name from earlier. Mm -hmm. But like, I sleep with my friend Rob, and then I feel guilty about it. So I don't tell my partners. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh, what did you do when you hung out with Rob last? And I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, we just uh, watched the new Star Wars movie. That was it. Mm. Like, that's cheating. Yeah. Because, like... You aren't informing your partners about what you were doing. And, like, a big thing that a lot of people don't think about within polyamory is, like, safety. Because, like, say Rob hasn't been tested recently and, like, has an STI and Mm -hmm. you sleep with them and you catch something Mm -hmm. and you don't tell your partners or you don't get tested. Because, like, I'm... Even before I was polyamorous, like, back when I was just dating, Mm -hmm. uh, like, way back in 2015, basically, like, on OkCupid or Tinder, I'd be like, hey, when's the last time you got tested? Mm -hmm. Like, can you bring your test results with you in one way, shape, or form? Because it's, like, that's something that, like, people feel so much shame towards. Like... People are like, people who are intimate with strangers or even like long term partners, like, you don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. And in the way like sex education in America is, it's like STIs and STDs are these big scary things mm-hmm. that will kill you. And it's like, well, they can, but if you aren't educating yourself on like what's happening in your body, you're not practicing like, safe sex and like Mm. 
that's way beyond like using a condom or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, that's, that's like a huge thing in polyamory is it's like, you want to be educated about who your partners are sleeping with Mm -hmm. because you want to know, like, should I get tested? Is there Mm -hmm. any like thing that I should be worried about? And that also comes down to like the emotional effects of cheating. I've been cheated Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. and I know how like lasting those feelings of like hurt and neglect and not being enough lasts. I don't know if you've ever been cheated on or I've been cheated on my for sure. Um, it doesn't feel good. No. It sucks, you know. Yeah. Afterwards is like there's a whole bunch of of um uh how would you say um uh, animosity? Like, animosity but also like issues that will um, follow you throughout like other relationships yeah. you know like trust issues mm-hmm. stuff like that so i think you know also like jealousy sometimes because you're insecure oh, yeah. mm-hmm. because you don't know if this person is doing what the previous person was doing also yeah so and, and for me that's you know that's been the case but the thing is also if you trust a person or not yeah if you trust them then you shouldn't feel jealousy if you um if you don't trust them and I feel jealousy is a, you know, a thing because it's like, okay, they're gonna, if they're talking to this person, they can be doing that. You're jealous because you're insecure. There's mm-hmm. no, the trust is lacking. Yeah. In my head. So, um, it's, yeah, and it's, it doesn't feel good. It's, no. People take advantage of you and it's just shitty that people do that sometimes. Um, so when, I think a, a question that some people would, you know, are interested in when you talk about this, is it polygamy? Uh, polyamory. Poly- yeah, polygamy poly- is like, is usually like one, uh, one person who is like one sex. So like a man with multiple wives mm. or a woman with multiple husbands. Polyamory. Whereas polyamory is like me and... All of my partners and my mm-hmm. partners, partners and my partners, partners, partners. It's kind of more free range, mm-hmm. free form. So I think one question uh, some people are interested in: the sex. Okay. The sex acts pop aspect. off. Um, Let's talk about it. Is it just like one, like just like orgy, or is no. it like you guys take turns, no. or it? It really depends on like. I think a thing that a lot of people think of is they're like, oh, people who are polyamorous, like, all have super high libidos and they're just going out at, like, rabbits. Mm -hmm. But a big part of, like, I think polyamory and, like, like, structure that people don't think about is it's, like, like... I'm not going to name names on this end because my -hmm. partners don't deserve that, but, like... You could have one partner who has, like, a really fucking high libido Mm -hmm. and another person that you're dating who has, like, a super low libido. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, addressing that, like, hi, I would like intimacy with you. And the other person being like, I'm I'm good, but, like, Mm -hmm. I'll lay next to you while you jerk off. Mm. Like, that's kind of cute and, and, like, kiss you on the cheek a little bit, kiss you on the mouth a little bit, being nice and sweet. Mm -hmm. And, like, I am also... A very kinky person mm-hmm. so like i'm like i'm a switch pansexual polyamorous i don't like making i'm not i like making choices but i'm very much like 
I'll find somebody I'm really interested in. And then I'm like, what do you need Mm -hmm. out of this buddy? Um, And I think the thing is, is it's like, sometimes it's you and your partner. Sometimes it's you and more than one of your partner. Some of your partners, like, obviously, like, me, Matt, and Drake Mm -hmm. have relationships with each other. Mm -hmm. So the overlap of, like, do you guys want to all go at it at the same time? Or when do you want to watch? Like, Mm -hmm. is a little bit more open. But, like, they aren't dating my partner Steph and mm. then there's like what my metamor Zosi is comfortable with because like we're dating Steph but we're not dating each other mm-hmm. so if like he were like hey like we could do stuff with her but like not with each other are you interested in that or it's just kind of having an openness to discuss boundaries because mm-hmm. boundaries are like a really big part of polyamory that people don't talk about very often mm-hmm. because like what one person's into another person won't be into. And yeah. it kind of just depends on what, what is wanted and mm-hmm. what is communicated about like sexually speaking. Like it's like, are you a dominant person? Are you a submissive person? Mm-hmm. Are you a switch? Are you really into, like, impact play or, like, sensory deprivation or pet play? Like, Mm -hmm. what are you into? Tell me everything is kind of how I am. I'm I'm definitely, like, uh, I just like learning about what people are into and then being, like, how can I facilitate this Mm -hmm. in, like, a safe, consensual way um, that will leave everybody, you know, feeling fulfilled and still respected in as many shapes and forms as possible. Oh yeah. So communication is definitely a big Commun- communication is the thing that happens the most mm-hmm. like in polyamorous relationships is it's just mm-hmm. like, and I think that's like, for me, it definitely comes from my background of like, I was I was kinky long before I was polyamorous mm-hmm. and I liked participating in kink because it requires you to communicate with the person that you're engaging with cuz like you need to know like what's your yeses what's your nos what's your maybes and it's mm-hmm. the same thing within I think any relationship like not even polyamorous relationships something that a lot of my monogamous friends have like taken in the ways of my advice is it's like well like how how detailed have you gone into what you want out of a relationship? Or are you just like, I want to be with you? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, okay, but do you ask them what their favorite foods are? Mm-hmm. Do you ask them, like, what their favorite hobbies are? What activities do they enjoy? And, like, I mean, all of my partners are gamers. Mm-hmm. I have a type, okay? The type is alternative gamers who suck at taking care of themselves like that is ooh, mm, i would like a second helping like second helping of that please (laughs) and i i find it fascinating because i can't like sit down and focus on a video game Mm -hmm. but i can watch people play video games Mm. and i think it's like it took the communication of me being like hey I know that there's, like, at least within my nesting partners, I'll be specific. So, like, mm-hmm. me, Drake, Matt, Drake, 
plays video games basically every day. Matt plays video games basically every day. It's their mm-hmm. pastime to calm down when they're not working. Sick. I'll like Drake will come home from work and I'll be on the TV watching YouTube. I've really gotten like elbow deep into herbology and like the study mm-hmm. of herbs, especially oh, like okay. healing herbs. Mm-hmm. Cause like I want to try to like make my own like bag balms and like burn ointments and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just cause it, I just feel like if you make it yourself, you know what's in it. As opposed to being like, oh, I'm going to go to the store and buy this thing that was made in Peru and then imported. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I'll be on the TV and Drake will come home from work and he'll be like, I want to play video games. I'm like, oh, well, you can just, like, take over the TV and he'll be like, are you sure? And I'm like, I can watch YouTube on my phone, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it, it's creating structures for communication even when, like, the person doesn't want to like potentially be imposing if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like i don't want to take away from your experience Mm -hmm. so that i can have a better experience Mm -hmm. and i think that's like one of the few things that i struggle with is like prioritizing myself Mm -hmm. is a thing that i've been trying to do like maybe in the last like four months i've been trying to work on like self-love figuring myself out when I'm alone. Cause like, mm-hmm. although being with Matt helped me figure out who I am around others and who I want to be like when it comes not to talk too deeply about like trauma, but I, you know, mm-hmm. I've been through some shit and we all have. And like, you can only really like truly figure yourself out and heal when you're alone. Like, other people can help you. They can give you advice, mm-hmm. help you figure out how to communicate your boundaries, what you want in a mm-hmm. relationship with insects. But like at the end of the day, you, you have to be alone to like figure your shit out. It's true. And I think that's one of the big things that like coming from polyamory I've gotten is it's like, mm-hmm. you can have 17 partners, but if you can't take time to be alone and you can't enjoy that time, are mm-hmm. you really happy? And I feel that way, like even towards people who only have one partner and are mm-hmm. monogamous, like when you're alone is the dialogue that you have with yourself kind and constructive and mm-hmm. like good. Cause for a really long time, mine wasn't mm-hmm. like <clears throat> I took all of this experience, this trauma from like my childhood, my upbringing of being queer, bad relationships, and I just harbored it against myself. Like it was my fault. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until like I just let go and I allowed myself to be queer and I allowed myself to be polyamorous and to just be who I've kind of always wanted to be and needed to be mm-hmm. to figure, like actually figure my shit out. Oh. Yeah. So. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> my head's about to explode. Oh my gosh. Oh, is there anything you'd like to share for? I mean, I guess like you can follow me on Instagram. It's qualified. It's spelled like koala fied dot queer q u e e r at Instagram. I'm on Facebook, Jules Meacham. It's me, the green haired goblin of sorts. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I 
I think that a big thing that I've been doing lately, which is like, mm-hmm. I like to call it diet therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like technically witchcraft. So if you're a Christian or a Catholic and you're like, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> Warning. <laughs> um, uh, it's called shadow work, mm-hmm. but it's basically like journaling while like asking yourself questions. Mm-hmm. Um, my last, uh, journal insert was, um, in what way are you letting yourself down mm-hmm. and can you ever get to a point where you can forgive yourself for ways that you've let yourself down in the past and mm-hmm. kind of like actively, preferably meditating or being alone mm-hmm. and just getting to like actually ask yourself questions, questions that you like, don't usually think about or answer. Like, mm-hmm. who am I? Am I happy? Am I not like, am I a good person, but am Mm -hmm. I good to myself? Because Mm. I feel like too many people, when they isolate, they treat it like it's a bad thing. But I think that a lot of people in some ways just need to be alone, but in a way that they can be constructive. Mm -hmm. Because like, I've been through some shit and I'm still healing from it all. And like this is just a little like snippet of it all. I can mm-hmm. go go even deeper, but oh, yeah. I guess I just want to get to a point where I can feel like I'm helping people like figure out who they are, and to give as many people as possible a space to just like be themselves, because mm-hmm. that's what I've always wanted. And it took work <laughs> to get to where I am today, and like figuring my shit out and figuring who I am. That's really cool. Yeah. I think, um, you know, to have somebody like you that's been through all this stuff and um, still here, still kicking it, is very encouraging. And there's not a lot of people like that. So I like yeah. to thank you, you know, still yeah, of course. being in this world and not, you know, yeah, going dude. out in different terms. Um, I think this is it for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like, I'll definitely love to have you on a different Heck episode. Yeah. Um, thank you all for listening and you have a good day. Be excellent to yourself. Peace. <laughs>